Hello, and welcome to the Monco on the Move podcast. I'm Jared Brown, Assistant Dean of Academic Affairs at Monco's Pottstown campus. September is National Recovery Month. This national observance, according to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, promotes and supports new evidence-based treatment and recovery practices. The nation's strong and proud recovery community and the dedication of service providers and communities who make recovery in all its forms possible. Our guests today are two Monco employees here to talk about how the college is a great resource for those in recovery or are looking for more information. Dr. Lori Davidson is a human services assistant professor and academic advisor who connects students with resources on campus. Dominic Cisamero is a certified recovery and peer specialist who works in the Wellness Center here at Bluebell's campus. They're going to talk about their personal experiences living in recovery and addressing the stigma still attached to recovery, programs available for students in recovery, and including the POWER program and the programs in the Wellness, wellness Center and much more. So let's start by welcoming our guests. I'm going to have them introduce themselves, even though I said both of your names. I'm going to have you introduce yourselves again. So how about Dr. Lori Davidson? You can go first. Hi, Jared. Hi. Thank you good for, to see you. Yes, good to see you as you well. You look great in your purple. Th <laughs> thanks. You do as okay, well. Okay, good. Um, thanks for having um, us today. Absolutely. Uh, I have, as you said, um, I teach for the Human Services human services program here yep. at the college yep. and I'm um, in academic advising. I'm going on, I believe, my 16th year wow. here at the college. That's and, fantastic. Yeah. And even more exciting, going into my 20th year in recovery. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And who is this person next to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dominic. Dominic Sismara. Nice to meet you. Uh, I've been working here at Monco for a couple of months now. I, I was going to say we have not met yet, so this no, is our yeah. first time. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've been I haven't been here too long working. I think like two or three months. Well, welcome to Monco. Thank you. It's good <laughs> to be here. Uh, but I've been a student for a lot longer. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So uh, I think I'll just kind of get into the background of how I ended up here and you know what I'm doing here in my position as a recovery specialist. Yeah. So. Uh, my story goes way back to 2010. Mm -hmm. I graduated from Drexel University with a degree in engineering. Mm. So everything looked really pretty solid on paper, right? Mm -hmm. Things were not so solid. So I've always struggled with mental health mm -hmm. issues. Back in high school, I got a couple diagnoses. And then uh, after college, things kind of kicked up with addiction. Mm -hmm. So for about 10 years, I've kind of been in this struggle of really trying to cope with myself and trying to handle my addiction, my mental health issues, and it's mm -hmm. really been kind of a, a rough road. Four years ago, maybe five at this point, I was kind of at my lowest point. I was like 360 pounds. I was on like six different psychiatric scripts, and I was still falling down in the mm. addiction, you know, despite the meds, despite, the th despite everything. I was still really suffering. But I wanted to try again, and this time I really was going to try everything, you know, and I wasn't really going to stop. Recovery is like this difficult thing to explain. For me, it was really a lot about growth. Mm -hmm. I kind of was not someone who could cope. You know, I wasn't someone who could live with myself. So I kind of uh, grew into the person I needed to be. Yeah. And it involved a lot of different things, right? Mm -hmm. I lost the weight. 
I got my meds worked out. I, you know, really kind of embraced everything and anything. You know, a while ago, I guess like two years, I was like really firmly in my recovery, right? Like I was at a really solid spot. I was happy, healthy. I was at a place like I really never thought I would get back to. But at the same time, there were these big gaps in my life. I had no idea, you know, what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had this brand new life, uh, but I still had no idea, you know, where to take it, what to do with myself. I was, you know, delivering pizza and, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. and I have like a degree from Drexel. It's kind of bizarre stuff. So I was trying to figure out what to do. What was very important to me was the recovery stuff. It's like what I was about. The mm-hmm. last 10 years, you know, it was it. It was my struggle. It was my recovery. I wanted to figure out how I could, you know, make a career out of it, uh, but I didn't know where to start. Luckily, uh, I live in Ambler. I knew we had a wonderful community college here. Yeah. Right? So I figured I would apply to some classes and see where things went. It was an easy step, it, you know, inexpensive. It's great. It was like uh, low risk in my brain, right? Uh, but when I got here, uh, I learned that there, you know, besides the classes, there was actually a collegiate recovery program here mm-hmm. at Monco. Yeah. And I met two really amazing people who were also certified recovery specialists, like the two people who were working before me. And they really helped me in like a lot in really weird ways. And it was really a wonderful experience. I don't think I would really not be sitting here today if it wasn't for them. I don't think I would be in school, really, honestly. Uh, They helped me get my uh, certificates to be peer specialist and a recovery specialist. And then when the position opened up here at Monco, I jumped right, you know, jumped right into it. So then here I am. That's kind of like the journey, I guess. But well, thank you for sharing your story. It's it's important to share our stories. I, I'm a communication person, so I'm all about, I think, the power of narrative and how stories can really impact those who have maybe been on similar journeys or maybe I've never been on that journey, but by hearing the story, it will help me if I come across someone that might need support or help and I can know where to direct them in the right direction. I think that's the important thing. So thank you for sharing that. And I'm glad that you are have found sort of your calling <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and right. where you need to be. <laughs> uh, and I'm glad that you considered Monco. I think that's important because sometimes it could be right in your backyard and you don't even realize it. Absolutely. So that's good. So there's been a, there's there's still some stigma uh, associated with recovery. Can you touch a little bit about that, that that stigma that comes with that? I I sure can. Okay. So, you know, I really did not start sharing uh, Mm -hmm. about my lived experience with recovery until about four years ago Mm. because of the stigma. Yeah. The catalyst to that was I had a family member who, uh, my younger cousin, who overdosed. And at that time, you know, addiction really runs rampant uh, throughout my family and unfortunately recovery does not. Mm -hmm. So when we lost John, I felt huge sense of guilt Mm -hmm. because I I felt that I was sitting on this secret of Mm -hmm. what worked for me Mm -hmm. and why wasn't I sharing that with the community of those in recovery. So I felt this responsibility, this heavy responsibility Mm. to find a way to share this information, which led me to pursue my education (laughs) for the doctorate. Congratulations again. Thank you. And my topic for my dissertation um, was really based on the lived experience of myself 
and mm -hmm. 10 other individuals who use uh, weightlifting as a means to prevent relapsing in their recovery. Mm -hmm. And when I started sharing in posts and in papers about my experience and what I wanted my dissertation topic to be, I noticed there was no judgment. There mm -hmm. was no, you know, attitudes or, you know, it was welcoming. And these were all scholarly, professional people. Yeah. And I thought, well, if they're treating me like this and supporting me mm -hmm. in my goals, wouldn't my other professional community, you know, my Monco family. Yeah. So I, I took the leap and I started uh, sharing uh, things a little more with with certain people, and it was it was well received. But stigma is huge. Stigma is real, and it does prevent people in recovery or struggling with addiction from pursuing things, pursuing their dreams, pursuing mm. their goals. But once once you allow it, once mm -hmm. you do start sharing and and you become that vulnerable person, yeah, you actually end up on the path of your purpose of mm -hmm. where you were supposed to be. You know, and, and I've said this before, there are, are tons of sayings in the recovery community, mm -hmm. but one that really resonates with me is, you know, y you go through things to come out the other end, and there's a reason for that. And I believe it prepares you for your purpose. So, yeah. um, and it is our responsibility as survivors to share that, to show those in recovery so there important. is hope. I think it's so important. And I, yeah. I tell uh, my students all the time, you know, we're all pulling luggage behind us. Yeah. And it's different shapes and sizes and experiences. But it doesn't mean that I can't have empathy. It doesn't mean I can't understand, even though your luggage is a little bit different than mine. I think we all have been on journeys where there's been rough times and we need family and human connection and the and the power of coming together to support each other. So I'm so grateful for you to live your truth and also want to make a difference with the Monco community. I think it's important because you know as well as I do, I mean, you're teaching and you're advising. Our students just have such unique backgrounds and experiences and stories to share. And I think it's important that they don't feel isolated. I think that right. isolation can be scary sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah. To feel like I'm the only one going through this. Absolutely. Well, actually, no, you're not. Yeah. You know, there are other people on this journey trying to get through this. Uh, so I appreciate that you're living your truth and putting it out there, both of you. I think that it's valuable because you're you're making our our community and our listeners know, hey, I've been through this and I've gotten through this and you can too. You can, you can, you know, forge ahead. So thank you for that. So Lori, you've been at the college for a while, right? And you've done a lot to support student success and of course wellness. But what was it like before the wellness center before we had the wellness center and now that we have wellness centers and I have to say the one at Pottstown I'm I like a lot, so I'm just going to say that. You like the meditation room. Uh, I mean, all of it, all of it. Yeah. I can smell basil yeah. and awesome, yeah. just, you know, relax. And, you know, I think it's important. Wellness, total wellness is so important. But give us a sort of quick timeline of, like, the wellness center and, and what was here, but now what is here? 
Yeah, so when I started about 16 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, roughly, we were called the Student Support and Referral Team, SSRT. Mm-hmm. And this was a group of teaching faculty, non-teaching faculty, mm-hmm. staff, administrators. Yeah. Um, we would even have monthly meetings and go over things that we were seeing mm-hmm. from students or support that faculty needed, teaching faculty needed in their um, classrooms. Over some time, just because of the need and resources that individuals just couldn't provide, we then uh, dwindled down to about six academic advisors. Now, at least two of those advisors were licensed counselors. Okay. So, you know, they would really take the lead when a student might have been in crisis. Crisis, yeah. But again, the need was becoming so great Mm -hmm. that you know, we felt, and I also think the college felt, you know, more of a responsibility to have something uh, more, more entrenched. I don't want to say more real because I believe it was a real connection with Mm -hmm. students, but something to be able to promote more um, for support that students could go to just go to the wellness center, just go drop in to see Dominic rather than just be reactive all the Mm -hmm. time when students were in crisis. Or feel like there's nowhere to go. There's not a a place, a physical place. This is why I love community college so much because I look at some of the four-year institutions I've worked at and they're still behind the ball in a mm. lot of ways. Yeah. And I applaud the community college for listening and exploring ways to support students in need, students in crisis, students that need support outside the classroom to help them be their best inside the classroom. Yes. So I appreciate that you sort of built that foundation to get us to where we're at with our beautiful spaces at Bluebell and Pottstown. That's wonderful work. Yeah, and I mean, Dr. Kang, Dominic, the CRSs, you know, before Dominic, Mm -hmm. um, Jennifer, Jennifer, um, up at Pottstown. So, you know, they're crucial to student success. Wellness is essential. The Wellness Center and its services supports many needs for students, including food and housing insecurities or mental health issues through our timely care 24-7 virtual therapy. It also provides services for those seeking help with their recovery. Dominic, can you share a little bit about, a little bit more about the collegiate recovery community? Like how can individuals support you or be involved with you or utilize the services? Like I was kind of explaining my story, uh, it was a really big part of my time here at Monco. It Mm kind of gave me something, you know, besides taking classes, it kind of made the whole experience bigger, right? So it kind of kept me here. But what we have here, uh, we have a collegiate recovery program, Mm -hmm. which is amazing in itself, right? Where a community college is kind of tough to put together. Most of our students are part-time. Yep. And also, most of our students are kind of in two-year programs, right? Mm-hmm. So basically what we offer, though, which is fantastic, is a support group. We meet once a week, and this fall we're going to be meeting on Thursday from 11 to 12. And starting after September 11th, we'll even have a physical space to meet. So we're going to meet physically here on Bluebell campus. We're going to Zoom, and we're going to link up with the Potsdam campus uh, with my counterpart, uh, Jennifer. So we're going to be doing this every week. But besides that, we have the two specialists can meet Mm one-on-one. So you can email us, you can call, you can stop by. You know, I'm here at the Wellness Center in Bluebell, and Jennifer is at the Wellness Center in Potsdam. So we really got, uh, you know, some coverage going. Just to know that I can direct a student, too. So if I have a student in crisis or a student mentions something to me, 
it, it's good to know that if I can't buy, provide them the support that they need, I know where to send them, right? I know mm-hmm. where to, to get them the support. And, and that leads into my next question. So if I'm in recovery, are there services available for me on campus? It sounds like there are. And what if I needed more information or need, or if there was a family member and I felt like, what do I do? How do I support? Where can I go? What's the best place for me to, to get that information and support here at Monco? Well, I think usually the first line would be through the wellness center. So um, you could either email wellness at mc3.edu. Mm-hmm. Dominic, I believe you have an email. Yep, uh, uh, we have a recovery. Re- a recovery, an inbox. So just recovery at mc3.edu. Perfect, mm-hmm. yeah. good. I also like to point out that students are meeting with advisors regularly. Yeah. So in certain situations, students have disclosed to me just through conversation, which we are able to make referrals Mm -hmm. um, on a student's behalf. Yep. So if a student is ever in that situation, just to know that they can trust us, they can trust their advisor, and we do keep things confidential. Absolutely. And if they are nervous about pursuing that on their own, we are are here to help them. Yeah. I know that there are some events coming up. Can you share any events to sort of promote Recovery Week and, and the recovery awareness, if you will? Yeah. So on September 13th, we will be having our annual Purple Out to yeah. celebrate uh, recovery. So everyone wear their purple mm-hmm. and there'll be more of a campaign on the hashtag and <laughs> what you should be posting to your social media. So yeah. it's lots of fun. I look forward to it every year. Well, awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us before I close out our time together? I just also want to give a plug for the POWER program. So any student who is interested in coming to college, the POWER program supports students in recovery, not just from substance use disorder, but also um, any type of mental health challenges. Mm. So they would get a uh, free three-credit course, the FYE 101 course. Uh, and that is funded through Montgomery County Department of Health and Human Services. And I guess in closing, I would just like to make sure that students and even staff and faculty, you know, know that they can reach out to Dominic or Jennifer yep. um, at the Wellness Center or or myself if they want, um, even if they're just sober curious. Um, right. Recovery is, means so many different yeah. things. Yeah, absolutely. So mm-hmm. even if they just want to explore options, um, they might not be abstinent. That's fine. Again, there's, you know, no judgment. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, if you for any reason whatsoever, if you're the slightest bit curious, just come on by. That's great. It's great to know. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for giving back to the community and telling your story and helping those that are maybe struggling or paused or need some motivation to continue to find their journey and find their path. I really appreciate the work that you're doing and the dedication to Montgomery County and, of course, Montgomery County Community College. We appreciate you. And I will be wearing my purple, as I'm (laughs) wearing now, uh, to support your efforts. Lori and Dominic, I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the show today. This is such an important subject, and you're doing 
all great work and life-saving work, really, truly, for our students and those in their community. And I thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Special thanks also to the Sound Recording Music Technology alumnus, Quinn Senta, for his fantastic job producing today's show. And thank you again for listening to the Monco on the Move podcast. Check back soon to hear more stories from our Monco family. Until next time, I'm Jared Brown. Thanks for listening to Montco on the Move. Students at Montgomery County Community College working in the sound recording and music technology program record, edit, and produce this podcast. Check out mc3.edu forward slash on the move to listen to our latest episode or download our podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also learn about the latest episodes by following us on social media. Have a guest in mind you think would be great for the podcast? Email Eric Devlin at edevlin at mc3.edu or Diane Van Dyke at dvandyke at mc3.edu. And come back next time to find out more about what's happening at your community college and catch our Montco Momentum. <laughs>